I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104 is Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. Great news. Trained dogs are able to smell the coronavirus if you are infected with it. So it's an amazing reason to remove those robotic temperature checks in your office and convince the boss to get some corona sniffer dogs. More on that on Control-Alt-Delete at 11 o'clock here on the show. Also, comedian and actor Tom the Mahoney is going to be our guest on Poker Face this evening. A very easy game. He'll tell you three things about himself, two of which are true and one is a lie. If you're able to spot what he's spoofing you about, You'll win. Very easy. And a new study has suggested that binging on foods during a diet may not be as bad for you as once thought. So be very interested to hear a little bit more about that. As always, if you want to get in touch, say hello. For whatever reason, the WhatsApp number 87 This is Room 104 with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long with Play Blue, Ireland's favourite online adult shop. Visit playblue.ie today. FM 104. And I am in an absolutely phenomenal mood because literally two seconds ago, as we were just starting the show, a little doggy ran up to the front window and just started staring in at us. Oh, so you don't mind the dogs, but you mind the kids. Dogs are better than people. Dogs are better than humans. They are absolutely no problem at all because the dog didn't come up screaming, going, eh, 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 eh. What did the dog poo in your garden? Uh, no, no. Oh, that was nice. And is and it a stray dog neither or have is the, it just... Neither have the kids been, because that would be really <laughs> weird as well. If the kids were doing that in the garden, I'd be like, okay, now, come on. <laughs> a whole <laughs> okay. new level. This is oh. a whole new level of weird. I'd well, be just like, no. Yeah. You see, I do love animals, obviously. I love dogs. But I think after getting a cat, um, my love for animals has deteriorated quite rapidly. I like them from afar. I don't mind them, you know, coming up yes. to me or coming up to the door or the window of your house. But maybe living with one is different. Maybe it's just the cat. She cries mm. all day long, uh, as you've heard her a million times. And I just wonder, would it be easier to have a child? <sighs> Honestly. I will throw that out to you. If you are the parent of a very young toddler, you can answer that question. Oh, eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. I have a funny feeling just then there might be some people who might be able to have an informed uh, answer on that question. But uh, I, I don't know. I would say, uh, I mean, sometimes when I'm ringing Saoirse before the show and we're kind of going through bits on the show or whatever, the only time Saoirse's cat decides to start having a meltdown is when you're working. Yeah, once I start talking, she thinks that I'm talking to her, so she starts meowing, but it's not just a regular meow, it's like she's in pain, she just wants my attention 24-7. So, bear in mind, she also uh, goes to bed at a normal enough time when I finish the show and I put her in. I pet her for about an hour, I give her loads of attention, loads of treats, 
everything she wants. And then four in the morning, she starts crying again during the night. Then she starts scratching the door at about six in the morning. So this is continuous all day and all night. I, w- I wonder, though, um, if you happen to be working at home, I know you might be coming home from the gym right now or you're a nurse going in for another 18-day shift with no breaks and no sleep. <laughs> right. But um, if you are in, in an office annoying office job with Zoom calls and Skype calls and the whole thing, uh, every couple of you know, every couple of hours, every day, right? And if you have a dog or a cat, do they just suddenly decide to start wrecking your head when you start work? Yeah, I wonder. Well, you see, you can kind of understand with a dog if they haven't been out for a walk, they're going to get mm. restless. Or they need to be out. But a cat, I mean, I thought you know, getting a cat, they'd be kind of nice company. They'll come over to you maybe once in the day for maybe a cuddle and then they leave you again. She's the opposite. She's like a dog. She wants to be picked up 24-7. See, this is why I think my idea and my plan to get fish is way better. I yeah, still definitely. Have yeah, I need to get a Swim Swim and a Bobby back here in the, sh- in, in, in the gaff now because obviously we're still working from home, so I could definitely get a little aquarium here beside, uh, beside the microphone and have a little Swim Swim and Bobby keeping us company for the rest of the show. That'd be perfect. They wouldn't be interrupting at all, but I just wonder if, you know, if you have a pet... <laughs> as soon as the Zoom call goes, I imagine now they, they think they probably think you're talking to them, and they hear other people and they're losing their minds, and they're kind of going, "Oh, what that? Oh, what's going on?" And then they get overexcited and ruin your Zoom calls. If that's happened to you, please let us know what the story is. But uh, speaking of obviously lockdown and working from home and coronavirus-related news, I know there's been a little bit of talk in the news today of you know if you're going on holidays, they're going to cut your COVID payments, and some people, I, I, we're not even going to get into it. Some people might be being a little bit. Uh, inappropriate with their money, probably like less than a fraction of a percent, doesn't matter. But one particular person over in Florida is after getting himself in uh, a huge amount of trouble for misappropriating his coronavirus funds. So I want to see if you can guess this, right? A man has bought what with his COVID-19 money? Oh. um, A man has bought... See, how much are you getting, though? This is it. So let me give you some context. He uh, he's in he's in Florida. Uh, he's uh, claimed that he was a business owner, and he claimed that he had uh, been employing around sixty people, and he was applying for whatever their version of their coronavirus loan pandemic payment thing is. Okay, um, so he would have been getting a decent amount, I'd say. Oh yeah, a decent amount. Um, did he buy like um, maybe a cinema room? You know, like a big screen for his sitting room, like a a cinema type thing? You kind of, yeah, it's something ridiculous. It's not a cinema room, but it is definitely along that lines of insultingly ridiculous. How much would this thing cost? A couple of hundred grand. A couple of hundred grand? Jeez, um, uh, maybe a small swimming pool? Uh, No. Um, Oh, a car? Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, wrong button. He bought a car. He bought himself a car. He bought himself a Lamborghini no, with government he did money not. he had uh, he had asked for and government loans that he had asked for. So this gentleman in April, uh, Mr. Hines is his name from Florida, claimed that he owned several businesses and uh, they have like uh, whatever. Uh, employments and, and business protection programs over there to keep people in jobs, right? So the, the businesses can apply for loans that will then meant to be used to keep your business open and to keep wages in your back pocket. But alas, the American dream is to screw everyone out of it and buy yourself a Lamborghini. He uh, he said he had expenses 
of about 4 million per month and employed about 60 people. And this was all <clears throat> turned out to be a fairly overinflated figure. He applied for 13.5 million from the government and got 3.9 and then just decided to buy himself a Lamborghini. That's insane. Absolutely <clears throat> and utterly insane. So I assume he had to give it back. He had to sell it and give the money oh, back. Oh yeah. Uh, he, he's under investigation now and could face 70 years in prison for all of the, the scams that he was he was doing. But I mean, just goes to show you that it's, it's not just, you could say unemployed people who are screwing the system out of it as some people here might want you to you know to think there are definitely people like that and other companies who are shafting shafting people and using this uh, COVID-19 money to kind of prop themselves up but a little bit ridiculous to use the COVID money to buy yourself a Lamborghini just a little bit but like how stupid can one be he's obviously going to get caught at some point is it worth doing (laughs) that is it worth yeah how long did he have the Lamborghini for? How how often did he get to use it before he was screwed? <clears throat> Can you imagine, though, how, well, what goes on in your head here? You're like the the, wor- the worst global pandemic in the history uh, of, of modern life. Everything's shutting down. Everyone's struggling. People are being laid off everywhere. People are struggling to put food on the table, struggling to get back to work. Can't even find work anywhere. And you can't even emigrate. And this guy goes, I think I'll just buy myself a Lamborghini. And then you buy a <laughs> Lamborghini and everyone's looking at you going, where did you get the money for that? You can, oh, you can hardly so turn funny. around and say, I was, I was hustling. I, I was flipping stuff off eBay and I was doing my side hustle business, setting up some drop shipping and that's what made me successful. I've uh, now got a Lamborghini. So he, yeah, as I said, he tried to get 13.5 million in loans off them <clears throat> and then wound up getting four and then got the old uh, Lamborghini. And that's a little bit of a warning sign, isn't it? At least take the advice from, was it Goodfellas? Where they were like, don't go buy anything flashy yeah, straight after the big heist. It. If he just did something low-key, if he invested in something, a company or something, maybe with the money. But, yeah, you're standing out there from the crowd. If you turned around and got a Lamborghini one day, drove into the office, everyone would be wondering where you got that from, do you know? (laughs) Yeah, I wonder. Because I know there was another person here who was claiming like five or six COVID receipts and was making a fortune. But you're not going to get away with it for, you know, too long if you come back with a brand new flashy car during a, a, a pretty tough pandemic and we're probably in the middle of a, a recession now anyway so I mean if you can do it legitimately happy days but the questions will be asked if overnight you're like oh new Lambo thanks very much I hope it was worth it it's probably yeah, not 70 worth years it in all, prison. Yeah. probably not going to be that uh, a couple of texts in here by the way Sisha to your question is, uh, a, a, is a baby easier than an animal yeah uh, several laughy faces and then in all block capitals <laughs> no is the answer to yeah. your um, is your cat a walk in the park compared to a baby and that comes in from uh, Amy yeah I was thinking Amy that that might have been um, the answer that might have been your answer yeah. yeah look the only thing I will say though is a baby you know grows and gets older and ends up usually sleeping at some point. You know, the older they get, they're going to settle a little bit more. Whereas the cat, my cat's now two and a half and she's gotten worse. You know, the more attention I give her, the more needy she becomes. But then I don't want to ignore her because then I'm not being very nice to my cat, so... Do you know know what you should do, Saoirse, actually? I'm sure there's like a um, mother's support group for uh, (laughs) first-time mothers... Right, and they bring their kids and have these, you know, discussions, and they're like, you know, supporting each other and helping each other out in the local church or community center. You should rock down with your cat in a pram and go. I know. Tell me about it. He was up at four last night scratching my door. It's just so tough, isn't it, guys? With a glass of wine in your hand, going so tough. It is. Just, it's very tough being a cat mom. By the way, she's not a regular cat. She's a Persian cat, so she's an indoor 
Uh, a Persian cat. She hasn't. Cat. She, hasn't yeah. been, <laughs> she hasn't been outside. So I rescued her. By the way, I'm not just being cruel, not letting her outside. I rescued her from someone who had never let her out. Like she was a house cat, and then the child was allergic to her, so they had to give her away. So I took her in, thinking, "Oh, well, I live third floor apartment. She can come live with me." Mm. And I didn't realise how difficult she was. It's very stressful. Honestly, she's aged me about ten years. Uh, Keen has also said it's much easier to have an animal. Uh, do you know what, Keen and Amy, why don't you take Susan for a week each and then come back to me? She's she's meowing right now. I can hear her downstairs. Susha, I, I think Keen and Amy have <laughs> other things to be looking after, like uh, babies. Oh, my God, it's not even funny. <laughs> I would, if I was nearby now, I'd open the door and just let you hear how hysterical she actually is. Because oh, it's bad. It's really bad. But, but here's the thing, though. You cannot put your two-year-old baby outside for an hour or two and let them calm down. You would be arrested and sent to jail. Oh, yeah, you could not lock them in a room like I've locked Susan in the, in the <laughs> sitting room right now. Yeah. Don't use your, um, you know, your uh, cat... What would you, I was going to say cat parenting skills as a blueprint for how to look after a young child. No, but don't. Probably won't go down too well. Yeah, no, it won't. But also, uh, your baby won't eat your laptop charger, your phone charger, and the straps of your dress. I think they see it. They'll just put, start chewing on it and when they haven't got a clue what's food and what's not food. I don't know. Look, I'd be willing to swap for a week. I'll take someone's baby for a week and they take Susan and we'll see how we get on. Again, I'm just going to put it out there. You haven't been selling yourself as um, (laughs) a trustworthy, solid (laughs) childminder. So, uh, I'm a great childminder. I'm very patient Mm, with kids. I'm just not patient Mm -hmm. with cats. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm sure you are indeed right. I'll just put it out there one more time. If anybody wants to take the cat... (laughs) She's there to go for free, okay? There we go. Uh, there you go. They, it's been put out there. You can drop us a message, 87 uh, On the way, be telling you which city in Europe has been voted the number one destination for a city break. If you want to have a guess, let us know, 87 here. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Don't start now. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. On the way tonight, 10 o'clock, Poker Face will be chatting to comedian and actor Tom the Barrel Man. He'll tell you three things about himself. If you're shrewd enough to be able to figure out when he's spoofing you, uh, you could win. You let us know and drop us a WhatsApp. So he'll be doing that at 10 o'clock now. Ah, Captain Thomas is back. I always wanted to do her job. I'll never forget watching that programme thinking, you're getting paid to go on holiday. Yeah, so this is our uh, Catherine Thomas RTE travel show music. Ah, we found so a beautiful nice. place in Waterford, two beds right by the sea, only four hundred euro a night. Um, so it's fun. Um, the reason I'm talking about this this evening is because the number one destination for city breaks in Europe has been revealed, and I want to see if you can guess where that is. The number one place may shock or surprise you. Drops a WhatsApp, 0876797104. Let me tell you how this has been compiled. It's looked at the most popular cities in Europe that have been searched online. So the place that has, um, the city that has won has basically had the most amount of searches for like city break blank. It's had 305,000 per week. 305,000 searches for a break in this city per week. So people all over the world are wanting to come to this particular city. Um, and again, this may be a bad thing. Uh, during the old pandemic, we shouldn't be going anywhere, maybe. But anyway, if you think you want, if you think you know what the number one city break destination in Europe is, let us know. Have a guess. 087 
Um, city break. Yeah, so just a little weekend away or a couple of days away. Not like a, a two-week beach holiday, just a city break. Where do you think, which city is the most popular for just a little a little weekend getaway? No, I would have said somewhere like Madrid. Um, Madrid, yeah, that's not correct. It's a good guess though, is it? Uh, no, it's not a good guess. Oh, or somewhere like um, Malta. Not Malta either. We've had a guest, Krakow in Poland. No, I've uh, never been to Krakow. I heard it's unbelievable crack, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Krakow, sorry. Uh, Connor. <laughs> you didn't even mean to do that, did you? Just just came out naturally at this stage. You can't teach this stuff. Is it Krakow in Poland? It's not, Connor. It is not. Apparently, there is a city right now that more people want to go to above Krakow, Poland. I'm going to say Amsterdam. Uh, Amsterdam is in the top five. Amsterdam is the fourth... Now, I've never been, okay, and it's one of these places that I just imagine it to be full of two things and nothing else. (laughs) Two things and nothing else, and you can use your imagination for what I'm thinking. So, I mean, I'm sure I'm wrong in that. I'm sure there's lovely places you can can go as well. Are you just thinking it's just sex and drugs in Amsterdam? I'm sure. Yeah. I've stopped over... I've stopped over once to go somewhere else, but, you know, I didn't actually walk around it. Yeah, I heard you can uh, rent a bike and cycle around, and it's beautiful, and there is lots to see and do, but I would just feel like you're going there to have fun with your friends. Well, listen, they're mad for their bikes. Who would have thought they'd be mad for a ride in Amsterdam? What? Dun, dun, <laughs> An easy low, low one there. Oh, that was low. Uh, yeah, it's not Amsterdam then. It's not Amsterdam, that's fourth. So let me tell you which came in fifth. Edinburgh has come in as the fifth most desired place for city break in Europe. Then it's Amsterdam. Okay. Mm, Would it be Barcelona? Uh, No, Patrick, good evening, what's the story? Paris or Venice? So we've had a couple of guesses. Uh, Paris just come in there again from Patrick and just there from Kev. It is not Paris. Paris takes the, what is it, the third spot. Oh, see, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have even thought of Paris because it's quite expensive. Mm. You know, whereas if you went to Madrid, I did a package uh, trip, three day trip away to Madrid three years ago, and it cost for flights and accommodation 180 euro or something. It was really cheap. Mm. Uh, so I would have thought, you know, Paris would have been a little bit steeper. Okay, uh, I will say somewhere like, um, I think it's somewhere in Spain. I have a feeling. Somewhere in Spain has, yeah, somewhere in Spain has to be in the top two. Most people will go on a trip to to Spain for a few days, wouldn't they? But you see, is that what comes to mind when you think city break? Yeah, kind of. It kind of does. Grace has said Lisbon. I've heard great things about that from people who've been. I've never been to uh, Lisbon either, Grace. But apparently it's been to be very, very nice. And it's not Budapest, is it? It's not Lisbon, unfortunately, Grace. That is incorrect. It is not Paris, which we've had. Rome has come in from Bevels. Is that your name? Am I saying that correctly? Is it Bevels? Uh, Is it Rome? It is not Rome either. Budapest. Not Budapest. Beautiful city, by the way. Really, really cheap. Highly recommend What about about Split? The island of Split. Yeah. Nope. So I think I think you're thinking more. You, you seem to be leaning. You're projecting on a search because you want a beach holiday where you can just relax by a beautiful pool and not move with a cocktail in your hand. This is city no. breaks. No, this is city. 
Okay, well, maybe not split, but the others. Where else now? I'm trying to think. Let me give you the... the, the uh, it's in top. Europe, is it? it? It is in Europe, yeah. So the top five places, this is uh, the, the, the desired city break location based on the huge amount of internet searches that have been done and bookings that have been done on like holiday sites and booking.coms and places like that, right? So the top five, as I said, Edinburgh is in fifth, Amsterdam is fourth, Paris is in third, and I'll give you the second one, London is second. What? Hmm. London is second. So then are we going Liverpool? No. What about Glasgow? No. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Have I been here? Yes, you have. How do you know that? Oh, I know. I know where it is. Stop it. Here. Dublin. (laughs) No. Ah, lads, come on now. I, uh, that, no, that, listen, I have to give... That's rigged. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is, <laughs> now, listen, I have to give props to Ryan was the first person who texted in Dublin. So well done to you, sir. And also to... You just snuck in there. Key and Murphy, can we believe that Dublin has been voted as the most desirable place for a city break in Europe? No. Absolutely not. I mean, the weather's usually quite bad. It's so expensive. And let's be honest, there's not a huge amount to do. There's loads to do in Dublin. There's not really... You can come over for a week Not and listen to, to Room Paris. 104 with Cormac and Saoirse on Dublin's <laughs> hit music station, <laughs> FM 104. That's why people come over for a city break. They just want to listen to the show for two days. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't think I would have picked Dublin above anywhere else think, in Europe. Think of all the fun for things a, For do. a city break now. For a city break. I'm not talking about to live. A city break would be great crack. If you have four grand to blow, you're coming to Dublin for two days. It'll yeah, exactly. time of your life. You'll buy uh, an iron jumper in an Irish shop and it'll cost you about four, 200 quid anyway. Uh, you go to the storehouse, the Jemson Distillery. You can go to Phoenix Park. You can go to see Miggly Higgins in Oris and oh, Yeah, you Kilmainham. can go visit Trinity. It's beautiful to walk around. Crow Park. Yeah. You can go to um, Stephen's Green. You can see Green. the spire. You can go see the spire. Yeah. You can see the spooky famine statues on the, cana- or on the, on the Liffey down by the convention centre. You can feed the pigeons. You can go on the Lewis. And the seagulls. Yeah. You can get, go on the do. dart. You can go to the zoo. Yeah, Dublin Zoo is decent. Yeah, Dublin Zoo is brilliant, eh? Go to Dundrum, do a bit of shopping. <laughs> get your uh, <laughs> commercialism in, yeah. Go to O'Connell Street. But what else, though? I, I wonder how Come expensive on. it is they, we do for good uh, a hotel. Pubs. Like. We do great yeah, pubs. Very expensive hotel. Oh, you can visit the doll as well. Yeah, you can visit the doll, Linda, and you can see those generous folk who work in there representing you and I and see them give back some of their money. See them go, Asher, go on. You can take 10% of our 126 grand salary back. Sure, look. Oh, you can go visit Bono as well. You know, drive to Bono's house. There you go. You can go uh, try and look over the giant walls in Enya's castle as well. Go, hello. (laughs) And she'll just probably laser beam me away with her high security. What else do we have? What else do we have in Dublin that's worth... What, that you, if a tourist was coming over, you'd be like, you have to go here. Like, again, you do the pubs, you have to go to Donahue's and you have to go to Doyle's and you have to go to... And um, where else would be those? Grogan's maybe and a few other kind of... The Stag's Head and a few other pubs like that. Botanic um, Gardens. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're you 90 and about yeah. to die, I want to look at some of the rhododendrons. <laughs> oh, these are lovely. 
I Thanks used to do much. Airbnb in my apartment and, uh, you know, people would always be like, where, where is good to go? And sure, I wouldn't have a clue. So unless I mentioned alcohol, as in going to the Guinness yeah. Storehouse, always drink responsibly, obviously. Um, or then I'd say, so you say, the Guinness Storehouse, <laughs> and I'd say, and you have to walk around Trinity College. It's beautiful. Like, I have never done that and I wouldn't do it if I was paid. And then also, <laughs> the Botanic Gardens, it's beautiful to walk around. I think I've been there once when I was three I just can't think of anywhere else. Yeah, you like were always forced else to go to the botanical like, gardens. Yeah. On a school trip, I, like. You don't want to say go to the zoo because most people coming from various countries have a zoo. Uh, and then you don't want to talk about, you know, pubs and stuff because if they don't like alcohol, which happened quite a lot when people stayed with me, they didn't drink. So where else do they go? Uh, if you walk <laughs> down uh, if you the don't shopping drink, street. If you don't drink, we might as well bring people into the country and go, do you drink? No, listen, you might as well just turn around. Yeah, Turn and get back on the no plane point. before it goes and just, just go home. <laughs> right. You can uh, read about the book of Kells from afar, but there's no there's no point. Yeah. Yeah, unless you like history and a responsible point. I mean what else are you do? <laughs> I'm terrible. I love my country and I love my city. I do. Yeah. You should all come jail over. says Trev. Tourism book Ireland hates us right now. We are. We are. Look to a gig. You know, to there's tons of gigs on as well. And Wheelands are opening on the tenth next week. Uh, next week is the next week. No, it'll be a little bit later than the week ago. Anyway, the tenth of August, Wheelands is opening back. But yeah, we've tons of great gigs to go to. Where else? Uh, there's good venues around Dublin. There's Wheelands, the Academy, um, the Olympia. If it gets back up and running, the Board Gosh, you come over for a fancy show. You could stay in the Marker if you have that kind of money and just you know lavish yourself about. Yeah, the Marker is lovely. I mean, we've got good restaurants as well. To be fair. Very good restaurants mm. around the place. But yeah, I wouldn't put a first best city to, to visit now. I just wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. We need to, I think we need to cop on there. Like, you know, let's think long and hard about this one. Yeah. Go somewhere else. Uh, Kira, good evening. Kira said, lads, I'm an air hostess. You have no idea how many people come to visit Ireland. European people love to come to Ireland to get a break from the heat midsummer in those sweaty cities. Never even thought of that. We, we oh, give yeah. out about our, 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 our disgustingly cold summers and our rain and things like that. And they're not too bad, but yeah, there's nothing worse. I, again, me, as somebody who sweats profusely, cannot yeah. handle a sticky city. So, yeah, all the rage. Yeah, I think because we're used to here, yeah. we prefer to maybe go somewhere warm. But I think for, yeah, for maybe people coming from abroad. Although, you need to bring a rain jacket then, don't you? Well, listen, we have the open top bus as well. We'll be fine, we, be fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have the and bus what's the, tours. The, the thing with the Viking, the Viking Splash Tour as well. Tons of oh, stuff yeah, to do here. Track. Just yeah. wonder how much a hotel is for a couple of nights of Friday and Saturday if you're coming over for just a few days. Um, but sure, look, you'd sort it out. But there you go. It has been, and this isn't, hasn't, isn't even a vote. Dublin has been voted, not voted, I should say. It has been uh, searched the most amount of times. There's 305,000 searches being made each month for city breaks in Dublin, and that is higher than any other city in Europe. So look. We're popular. People want us. People want to pop over here as well now. So so happy days. We're a popular place as much as we might be surprised at that. And the most important thing about that list is uh, we bet the Brits and London is in second place. So <laughs> happy <laughs> days. Bet. Happy days indeed. Uh, still to come on the show, speaking of sweating, we're going to be talking to somebody, a, a scientist who's after figuring out a very particular enzyme slash molecule that's never been discovered before that makes you stink. 
not necessarily the kind of the, the, the watery sweat you get that don't actually smell, but that repugnant smell that you get under your armpits when maybe you haven't showered for four days. Why do you stink? What exactly is it? And will this molecule be able to sort your life out so you never smell ever again? Uh, that'll be on the way shortly, along with music from Lizzo. Good as hell. It's up next here in FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Good evening, it's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue, Ireland's favourite online adult shop now. I don't know, Saoirse, if you're on TikTok, but I'm, I'm slowly becoming completely addicted to that um, app. I, yeah, I haven't been on it now, but like myself, I haven't done any TikTok videos, but I am also addicted. It's very entertaining. Have you been on it? Oh, I've been looking at loads. A yeah. lot, like yeah, yeah. So I have uh, banana today, and there's a new trend that's going with it now. It's it turns out apparently TikTok is very very good for now breaking new music and new artists, and because a lot of people reuse and reuse the same sounds on the app, right? I have been mm. listening to this Taylor Swift song remix of the Taylor Swift song all day today because it's just been stuck in my head. And do you ever again? Hear a brand new song for the first time and just put it on repeat constantly. All the time. It. If it catches me straight off the guard, then I will just... It will be my song for about six months. Yeah. So I wouldn't be a Taylor Swift fan at all. But uh, this this tune now, it's just been drilled into my head because everyone's doing this particular TikTok kind of uh, dancey weird thing. And, uh, it's a bit annoyed though with Taylor though. Do you know, do you why? know why though? Because she also dropped the song the same day Ronan Keating dropped his new song. <laughs> She's stealing yeah. his, his limelight. Stealing Poor his, old Ronan. Yeah. Poor Ronan. Did Ronan release a new song? Yeah. How did you not know this? I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm, apologies. <laughs> I'm not up to date on my Ronan Keating discography or new releases. Yeah, I saw someone very annoyed about that today. Um, big, big Ronan Keating fan. But oh, no. No, look, yeah, that... Taylor Swift is definitely up there for me, but she is overtaking TikTok, isn't she? And most of her uh, most videos have her as a soundtrack. Yeah, this is just it's it. Good. That's just uh, her song. So there's an I found there's an hour long remix on YouTube just playing this particular song. So if you've seen it, <laughs> if you've seen it on TikTok and it's kind of drilled into your head, it's not on any other kind of streaming platform. It's a weird remix. It's the Disco Lines remix. If you're interested and. Uh, Everyone's just using this bit. Great tune. So good. Great tune. So uh, that's that's what I've been stuck at all day on my TikTok, doing that and just getting that drilled into my head. A quick reminder, a little bit later on, you're going to be hearing from uh, a fancy professor who has been studying the impacts of binge eating on a diet. So if you're trying to lose some weight, if you're trying to slim down, get a little bit healthier, maybe quarantine was... um, stockpiled with a lot of chocolate and a lot of bottles of wine and now you know we've all I'd say I've put on about two stone in quarantine trying to sort that out but if you're going on a diet maybe you're the type of person that would think you know if you have one bad meal that's everything out the window and you're just trying to be good and as soon as you have a Chinese and binge on the weekend you're screwed maybe you're not as screwed as you once thought so we'll be chatting to the professor who's looking into research about how bad overeating and binge eating is if you're on a diet and it turns out it is not that bad Fingers crossed, hopefully. But uh, he'll be on a little bit after 10 o'clock to explain more of that to you. But before we go anywhere else now, do we have a quick question, Saoirse? Yes, we do. So the average person does what 10 times a day? The average person does what 10 times a day? Uh, 
there could be a lot of things. So, um, so you, you, the average person does this 10 times a day. So if you're listening yeah. to this right now, apparently you're doing this 10 times a day. Yeah. Uh, again, men, women? Both do this on average 10 times a day. You probably do it subconsciously for the most part. You wouldn't be conscious. Well, for the most part. Okay. Emma's got a good quick guess in here now. She thinks it's uh, picking their nose. Oh, gross. I hope not these days. But Are we a little bit more like, conscious? No, I mean, that's kind of like an unconscious behaviour, isn't it? You're sitting in traffic in the car and you're just having a, having a, <laughs> having a nose. Um, you mightn't realise you're doing it, but is that what you do ten times a day? No, that's not what you do ten times a day. Oh, sorry, no. Emma. That's just you. That's disgusting, Emma. We have all just <laughs> shamed you now. No. <laughs> what else? No, it's not disgusting. Now? It's not a bad thing. Okay. Can you do this? I'm trying to figure out. Can you do this on your own or do you need someone there with you? You could definitely do it on your own, yeah. I'd say for the most part, people probably do it on their own. Oh, well, now. I wonder where you're going with this now. <sighs> a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. No. But you'd equally do it with people. Right. So you apparently do this 10 times a day. What do you think it is? 087-6797-104. The average person does what 10 times a day? Let us know what you think it is. Have a guess. 087-6797-104. Here's... FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. We can see you here on Room 104 on the way shortly. Poker face. Uh, we'll be bringing on our guest this evening, uh, Tom O'Mahony, comedian and actor, and he'll be telling you three things about himself. If you can figure out which one of those things he is lying to you about, well, then uh, you've uh, you've won. So it's very easy. He'll tell you two things which are true. One is a lie. If you're able to figure out which one he isn't uh, he isn't being honest about, then uh, you, you'll win. It's, it's that easy. Now, though, Saoirse, the question again was... The question is, the average person does what ten times a day? Okay, the average person does what ten times a day? 087 
shall get to some of the guesses that have come in now already. So turns out Stacia has revealed to us already that you can do this on your own, but you can do it with other people as well. Uh, yep. And I take it it's it, it doesn't matter if you're young or old or a man or a woman or anything like that? Nope, doesn't matter. It's not age-specific. Hey. Now, Lena has given a great answer. Is it eat? Is it eat? I definitely eat more than ten times a day. <laughs> <laughs> like, think of all the times that you're just picking at stuff while you're on the phone or... I know, yeah. Yeah, I definitely eat at least 15 times a day. Um, no, it's not eat. Okay. Is it... Somebody, a few people have actually said this. Is it... Um, Going to the toilet ten times a day. Do people go to the toilet ten times a day? That's that's a lot, I would have said, no. Is it a lot? Um, actually, is it? I don't know. It's not the answer, though. Now, somebody who's having terrible trouble with that now is definitely one of course, Tara Murray. <laughs> don't. I don't, know if you see, I don't know if you've seen online now. She's been trying to have, you know, upper water intake and be good and be healthy and be all those types of things and was complaining about... She has about, a weak bladder, okay? Yeah, she, she is now drinking loads and loads of water, but that's just resulting in her going to the bathroom loads. Yeah, that's the way so she's she always been. Goes, I'm really? a little bit like that, yeah. yeah. There's always that one person in your group of friends who's got the tiny bladder. It got to a point where when we were allowed to meet up to go for a walk yeah. during, you know, when was that, April or May or whatever, that she would be so nervous to go on an hour walk with me because she'd drive up we'd meet at the beach go for a walk but she knew that she'd probably need to go to the toilet and she couldn't come into my apartment to use the toilet so she didn't know if she was going to make it home why couldn't she come into she'd your she'd be a nervous the... wreck because you weren't meant to have people into, oh, your, yeah. into your house oh, at the time yeah. so she uh, she didn't know if she was going to make it home <laughs> so she used to come down and she'd be like do you know what? I didn't have anything to drink all day uh, I'm just going to wait and have water when I go home so she, from the time she wakes up she, she had to pretty much fast until she met me and then she could uh, drink like a normal person. She's a very strange girl. I love her, but Jesus. It's yeah, bad, tune into her. She'll be, on a, oh, she'll be on the jam tomorrow from 3 to 7. She will, yeah. Um, here, this is a random one. Okay, uh, you must be the most productive, busiest person in the world, Paula, because Paula has just messaged us in saying, is it sit down? Who's only sitting down for 10 times in an entire day? Okay, yeah, but you're not saying for how long. You could be sitting down for three hours at a time. Oh, uh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough, yeah. Uh, it's not sitting down, no. Right, okay. Um, 0876797104, if you would like to have a guess before we wrap this up quickly. Uh, is it text your friends ten times a day? No, it's not text your friends ten times a day. That's a good guess, though. And is it brush your hair? That's Who brushes their hair ten times a day? Well, maybe uh, Jacinta has the longest hair in the world. She's like Rapunzel, and it's just a very difficult job to do. Actually, in saying that, any time I walk into my bedroom, I will brush my hair. Just give it an old brush, you know, because it gets a little bit tangled throughout mm. the day. So, yeah, you might actually, some people might brush their hair ten times a day. That's not the answer, though. Cut a on answer. Do you want to know the answer? Please. Is that what cut a is? I don't mm-hmm. speak Irish. The answer, the average person laughs 10 times a day. What? Yeah, the average person laughs 10 times a day. But think about it. In my head, I was thinking, no, I definitely don't. But on this show, I would definitely laugh more than 10 times. Not because it's anything to do with you. 
Yeah, yeah you're just, just <laughs> laughing at the, the ridiculousness of it all. Like, how did yeah. I get a job here? <laughs> yeah, Gas. pretty much. Look what I'm doing. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, but laughs ten times a day, on average. I don't know if that's low or high. It depends on what you're doing day to day. And I suppose you're again, around a lot said, of people. Yeah, it's like is it is is that nervous laughing because your life is falling apart and you're having a little bit of a conniption in the middle of the street? Like <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Well, it's not fine, or is it genuine? You know, laughing ten times a day. I. Yeah, I think it's laughing ten times a day. God. Not nervous laughing or anxious laughing, just laughing because you're having a good time. I wonder now, has that lowered since the pandemic? Because people are like, ah, oh my God, what's going on? Everyone's freaked out and stressed to bits. No, I think we still need a bit of a laugh. I think most mm. people will, uh, you know, whether it's watching some TikTok video of someone falling on their face or yeah. doing something stupid, you're going to probably laugh or a meme or something. Mm. You know? Uh, Helen, like I, evening, I Helen. saw a very funny uh, meme today talking about chicken nuggets and chicken goujons. Did you see this? No. So I'm a huge fan of chicken nuggets and chicken goujons, but yeah. this meme said chicken chicken goujons are just chicken nuggets that went to Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny. <laughs> hey, chicken goujons. Hey, shut up, pal. Just, but uh, it is kind of true, though. I mean, they're, they're basically just chicken nuggets shaped differently. Um, yeah, very true, very true. Um, Helen, good evening. Sorry, guaranteed it's laughing or farting. Do you fart 10 times a day? Helen, if you're farting 10 times a day, get yourself checked. I know I'm sure you, you might even uh, do more than that. Is it, uh, yeah, other ones were, were yawning, look in the mirror, call your friends. Uh, a few other ones would look in the mirror there. No, but apparently you are uh, laughing 10 times a day and I'm still trying to figure out whether that's high or low. But you look, that's the answer to that one. It's still to come on the show, we're going to be chatting to uh, somebody who's an expert in sweat a little bit after 10 o'clock and also uh, somebody who is uh, an expert in how much damage a binge eating session can do, especially if you're on a diet. Like, is all lost if you wind up breaking your diet on a Friday or Saturday evening and just having seven pizzas, two chippers and a load of milkshakes? We will find out. It may not be as bad for you as once thought. Uh, on the way, shortly at 10 o'clock, though, Poker Face will be coming up with um, Irish actor and comedian Tom O'Mahony. He'll be telling you three things about himself. If you can figure out which one of those three things is not true, uh, just let us know and you'll win. So that's it's very easy. And then we'll be back after these with uh, the Irish Women in Harmony's charity single, their cover of the Cranberries Dreams. That's on the way next here on FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. A little bit later on, we'll be doing Control-Alt-Delete. It turns out that sniffer dogs can be trained to smell the coronavirus on you. So, again, I think there should be a campaign put in place for your workplace. Instead of having temperature checks, you have a dog at the entrance and it'll come up and just sniff you and play with you and then happy days, it'll let you know whether it's safe to come in or not. More on that story on Control-Alt-Delete at 11 o'clock this evening. Quickly now, though, we mentioned this before, but uh, unfortunately, not unfortunately, I suppose this is kind of good news in a way. Have you ever had a toxically horrible manager or a horrible boss, someone that just made it an absolute living nightmare and just destroyed your life for months or even years on end? Because unfortunately, Ellen is back under the limelight. Did we see this? We did see this, Ooh, yes. Um, yeah. I like, do you know the weird thing is, usually a boss straight off the bat, you kind of know they're evil, you kind of know they're horrible and... You've kind of heard it from other people before you even start there. Do you know that kind of way? Like, it's, it's yeah. word of mouth, nearly. Whereas yeah. I always thought Ellen seemed really sound. Yeah, so if you haven't been following this, now this 
story came out a couple of months ago actually when somebody who used to work they were a TV producer or an associate producer tweeted a load of stuff saying send me your stories about working for uh, Ellen's show and um, he was using it as a way to donate to a certain cause so everyone who tweeted him a story he'd double his donation anyway loads and loads of stories came out so much so that now the parent company that looks after uh, Ellen DeGeneres show is launching an investigation because apparently the the, I've, the stories that come out she would apparently send people home if they had bad breath now everyone hates bad breath but are you allowed to turn around to say someone and kind of say good luck see you bye go home we obviously don't know if this is true or not, but if it was true, I think this is a case of someone being far too high up in their field uh, where their ego has kind of taken over now and they're not even treating people like human. Well, this is what kind of got me as well, is that, again, some anonymous sources, so we have to take all of this with a pinch of salt and anyway, we have come out and said that some staff were fired from the show because they took one medical leave or bereavement leave to attend family funerals. Can you imagine? Can you imagine getting sacked for attending a funeral? Now, I did hear of somebody that worked in a place before and their granny was passing away. So for weeks, you know, they kind of knew it was going to be any day that was going to happen. So they rang anyway one morning to say they wouldn't be in work, that granny sadly had passed away. And the boss apparently said, uh, okay, I'm giving you today. And then you're going to have to take it as a um, holiday if you take any more days off. Yeah, and I know Imagine that's Imagine the first a... thing you say to somebody, not, I hope you're okay, I'm so sorry, here, <laughs> you know, we'll talk so when you come you back in. Have you filled out the form for that? Have you put in a, an annual leave request form for that? Like, because, you know, you've got, got to do it properly now. No empathy. It's really strange. Oh, it's God. Not how you deal, it's not how you deal with um, somebody that you're working with. It's not how you deal with anyone. Yeah. You know, if someone approached you that you don't even know and they were yeah. extremely upset because someone passed away, you don't say, sorry, can you actually move out of the way there? You're in my way. You know, uh, you, you have empathy. So yeah, I think of, that's pretty bad. Some of the people giving out about working on the Ellen Show, like some of the tweets, you can kind of Google this and look at this on Twitter and say some of the things are just horrible that she picked on one person a day and it was kind of your job just to take it for a day and she'll move on to someone. The next day, you had to use um, mints, before you went in to see her, you know, she didn't look at anyone directly in the eye. She just goes real dismissive. Like, she's worth hundreds of millions anyway. She's phenomenally wealthy. And she's, I didn't realize she's 62 years of age. And, you know, she's probably been king of the castle for the last 10, 20 years in her own life. So it's just like, you know, stop annoying me. Uh, then there's, there's, some, there's some comments as well about people saying there was microaggressions. It's like, you shut up with your microaggressions, will you? But, um... It just things like that. If you've ever had a horrible, horrible, horrible boss or work environment, you let us know how bad they were uh, and like how unbelievably bad they were. Uh, drop us a message: oh eight seven six seven nine seven one four. Yeah, I know do someone. I'm sure everybody has a story at some point of oh, a yeah. boss being horrible. But I, uh, I know someone who was going for a biopsy. I know someone who was going for a biopsy for a cancer screening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.